Welcome to the Global Discussion, discussions with creatives, leaders and thinkers. My name is Simon Hodgkins and we have two very special creatives, leaders and thinkers with us today. Today I'm joined by Sherry and Zoe Grant. Uh, you're both very welcome to the podcast. Let's begin by asking you to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about what you're involved in and uh, we'll get into the show. So maybe we'll start with you, Sherry. Thank you, Simon. Thanks for inviting us to the show. Uh, my name is Sherry Grant. I am a concert pianist, cellist, and poet, and I organize festivals. And I'm based in New Zealand at the moment, but um, I'm originally from Taiwan. And, and, this is and, and who's this? Who, who have we got with us today? <laughs> I'm Zoe Grant. I'm from New Zealand, and I just turned nine. Well, Zoe, it's it's wonderful to have you with us. Um, tell us a little bit about Zoe. Well, do you want to introduce a bit more about yourself? Um, what you like doing? I like doing art. I like dancing and writing. Yeah, Zoe's actually won um, an international uh, poetry award, the first prize a few months ahead of me. So I'm very proud of her. And she's getting published all around the world in different journals, but not just the kids' journals, the adult ones that um, the haiku journals, that I, some of them I have not even got into yet. <laughs> so it's pretty amazing. Well, congratulations, Zoe. I'm sure we'll hear all about that in a, in a little while. Um, I'd like to maybe start today's uh, discussion by asking, uh, maybe we'll start with you, Sherry, because um, you're a very um, established musician. Um, you're, you've mentioned that you're involved in festivals. But let's talk a little bit about being a pianist, uh, you know, the, the, the various instruments that, of course, you play, uh, and also maybe a little bit about the poetry. So could you maybe expand a little bit in terms of your world? Sure. So I started learning music, actually started on piano or you can say keyboard when I was three and that was in Taiwan and then at six years old I went to a special music school and then you needed you need a second instrument and I picked the cello because I was too slow <laughs> all the smaller instruments got picked so I, I had to have a big one and then yeah it was a lot of work I, I thought being a little kid in an Asian country and having to do all the academic works and and also music on top of that. So that was actually a lot of stress, but I I got through that. And then my parents and me and my my sister, we came over and moved to New Zealand. And I and then I, I ended up still doing music all that time but we had to choose so I chose cello and so after tertiary um, degrees I, I, I was cellist for a long time but in the end I decided to turn myself into a pianist because a pianist doesn't need to carry the cello around <laughs> it's that's just so much easier that's that's very true I, I suppose a pianist you turn up the piano's already there you don't bring the piano with you whereas the cellist you normally have to lug it lug the instrument around with you right yeah yeah 
And uh, what's the music scene? So, sorry, what's the music scene like where you are in New Zealand? Is it is it busy? Is it vibrant? What are the festivals like? What type of activity um, are you involved it's in? It's not as busy, especially post-COVID. And yeah, I remember I was um, supposed to perform with a um, cellist from the UK who was going to come over and perform with APO. His name is Matthew Sharp. And then because of COVID lockdowns and that didn't happen and a lot of other artists I was hoping to perform with that just didn't happen. So I actually started moving things online and I started um, only the first festival I did in 2019 that was just before COVID that was that, that happened in person in Auckland and Wellington and then afterwards it was everything was online. And, and I, ha I have to ask Zoe a question because Zoe, are you constantly having to listen to your mom's music? Do you like your mom's music and do you play yourself? Uh, I play a little bit of piano. Um, I also, but I mostly play the flute. And yes, I have to listen to her a lot. <laughs> She's always on the piano. <laughs> practicing and it's very loud <laughs> and she sings as well zoe is happy to sing for you at the end of this if you like well we will look forward to that if if you're comfortable to do that zoe we would love that of course um so let's maybe talk a little bit about social audio if we can sherry because mm -hmm. you've kind of really blazed a trail with social audio and you've been using I suppose, the audio elements of various social media platforms to share your music. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. About a year ago, um, at the end of March, well, actually, um, at the start of 2022, I started listening to various shows on different platforms. Well, I actually started on Clubhouse, and then I found some classical musicians actually performing, just having fun. And I thought, well, it would be really nice to join them. And then I actually got invited at the end of March. I started doing my own shows, <laughs> concerts, and I was a little bit uh, ambitious at the time. So I actually prepared a different program every week that went on for several months. And then I dropped down to every two weeks. And then now, th these days I'm so busy with other projects as well, especially writing. So yeah, I'm just doing monthly. And Zoe quite often joins me. In fact, just like two years, uh, sorry, two days ago, we just did um, a concert together where Zoe sang 15 songs from musicals and I play film music, piano transcriptions and jazz standards. <laughs> That's fantastic. And is mom paying you to sing 15 songs, Sherry? Are you getting some benefit from it? Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Well, okay. I am not getting paid, but I pay my kids <laughs> for helping me. <laughs> Look, I, I, Sherry, if you, Sherry, Sherry, if if Zoe needs an agent, just give me a call. All right, we'll make sure you get looked after, Zoe. All right. That sounds um, good. I hope to take her on world tour later on. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about writing now, Zoe. You're no stranger to writing, are you? You wrote a book. Tell me a little bit about your writing. It is called. That girl, my mum and me make this book together. I gave her the idea and drew all the pictures and she made a poem out of it. 
yeah it's a book of 21 poems and as you can see she even made the cover <laughs> uh, can you tell us how you yeah how you thought about Batgirl like this at uh, this was yeah I was just I was just looking around in my drawers to look for something funny to wear <laughs> and I found this Batman costume that I thought it would be funny to dress up so I dressed up as Batman and then I went to my mom's and dad's bed and surprised on them and I asked my mom to write a poem about it yeah and i wrote once um in the form of gogyoshi means a five line poem it's invented by a friend of mine who's out from japan do you want to read it okay. it's very short five lines that girl pointy ears up that girl imagining flight in penguin wings rescuing victims from coronavirus I love it. I love it, Zoe. It's a wonderful book. It's highly recommended to everybody watching and listening this episode. So congratulations on your book, Zoe. Wonderful. Um, and let's also talk a little bit more about uh, poetry and uh, the written word, Sherry, because you're, you're quite heavily involved in this area too, aren't you? Yes, I also write a lot, all the time, and very fast. So in the last... We're almost three years I've written almost 4,000 poems. <laughs> but that's including some short form poems like haiku. Um, just recently, I challenged myself because I sometimes write haiku 50 a day, <laughs> only on special occasions like the World Haiku Day. But I was away on holiday and I thought, well, what about writing 100 haiku um, in three days? And then I managed to do that and submitted all of them and about 25 of them got picked by different journals and published. So that was pretty good. So uh, for people who want to see some of Sherry's writing, of course, artsinfinitypress.com is where they can go to have a look at some of this uh, wonderful writing. But maybe for some of our worldwide audience who may not be in the poetry world, can you talk a little bit about haiku and poetry? And what, where did you get involved in this? So the haiku community, I um, about a month after I started writing poetry, just free, free verse, I discovered haiku. And then I had sort of a mentor. We just communicate by, correspond by email, a, a local, very established haiku poet. And she's an editor. Her name is Patricia Prime. And she just gave me these suggestions. What about trying this form and that? And then I just kept on trying different forms and just, I draw inspirations from just anything, news or just nature, daily life. A lot of complaining poems as well. There was a poem I call Ode to Laundry. <laughs> so that was a parody of Ode to Joy, of course. <laughs> And but haiku, back to your question, haiku is a three line um, for a poetry form originally from Japan, but actually in the Japanese, written in Japanese, quite often you can see it only in one line, but they, the Japanese people, they know where to break, break it. So into three sort of three line structure. 
And but a haiku is not just limited to three lines or even five seven five syllables, as people usually believe. The modern haiku is no longer like that, especially not when you're writing it in English because it feels really long. Zoe knows all about it. <laughs> well, Zo and, Zoe, I, I wanted to ask Zoe, what what is chalk on the walk, Zoe? What's chalk on the walk? Basically, where we um, search for a good haiku that we get submitted or we just find that's good. And we we tr we go outside to our sidewalks, get our chalk, get our chalks um, and write it on the on the sidewalk and even draw a picture to it. Yeah, and actually we have quite a lot of members in we have two groups and each group has over 500 members is about two years. We've been doing this since September 2021, I think. And that was actually following uh, a trip to Taranga and uh, where's the, the place? Okay. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a haiku walk like park near Taranga and and then there are lots of stones and all just on the on the on on the bricks i think and they, they, they are engraved haiku so you can wow. just um, stroll around and uh, read all these haiku but our, our ones well we can change all the time right and we just wait for the rain to come and wash it off <laughs> and then we start another batch i think it fit um our sidewalk fits about 11 haiku at one time so not just haiku, we have another group called um, a Facebook group called uh, Chalk on a Walk Monoku, because we feel that Monoku is that one line haiku. It also deserves some attention because I, I actually I'm very intrigued with uh, Monoku. I write a lot of that myself because the thing is you can not quite often you cannot decide where to break it. And so you can interpret it several different ways. So. <laughs> Well, look, we've covered Batgirl. We've talked a little bit about uh, the cello, the piano. Uh, we've talked a little bit about haiku and uh, walks and uh, chalking the, the, the sidewalk. But uh, I wanted to ask you both a little bit about when you're reading, when you're learning new information, uh, what type of way do you like to learn? What kind of books do you like? Do you like watching YouTube videos? Do you prefer social media? Or is, do you like to pick up a book or listen to an audio book? How does that work for both Sherry and Zoe? Do you want to start? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will start. So for me, when I was little, um, when I was a student, I was reading all the time, even in the bathroom when I was having showers <laughs> or just brushing my teeth. So quite often you, you, I got my books wet, but um, after I've moved to New Zealand, well, I had less access to books that I actually like, well, or I can't get the library books wet anymore. So yeah, I started reading online and um, yeah. Um, and some, and, and these days, because I have four kids myself, so busy with chores all the time, I'm just writing and reading while I do my chores. And I actually had to use like a rescreen and try and get some books in the yeah electronic form and get it read to me because I, I cannot divide my attention so many ways. But I multitask a lot because I have to. 
And what right. about Zoe? Zoe, is there any books that you like, Zoe? Or what, what kind of things are you interested in? I just read with my mom. <laughs> I read my poems as her bedtime story. <laughs> very new good. Ones. <laughs> very good. That's great. Very, very nice. Um, now, I want to ask you uh, things that motivate you, things that you like, things that uh, are interesting to you. Now, this might be uh, a person uh, that inspires you, a character that inspires you, or it might be something else in life. Um, so when I ask you that question, what springs to mind for you? Well, for me, I get inspired by a lot of people, like it changes. <laughs> But um, okay, my favorite classical music composer is Scriabin, Alexander Scriabin, the Russian composer. So last year I actually dedicated a whole festival to him because it was his 150th birthday, birth year. And I worked together with the Scriabin Society of America, which just came back to life after maybe 11 or 12 years and we put on a really good festival and it was really yeah it, it combined a lot of art forms I, I i brought in um poets and artists as as well as philosophers into all the discussion and i'm hoping to do that with this year's festival that i'm dedicating to catherine mansfield Zoe, anything that springs to mind for you in terms of what inspires you or what you like? My mum. <laughs> okay, thank you. Mum's getting a lot of credit today. You, you're doing great here, Sherry. You're doing great. It's a great answer, Zoe. It's a great answer. Um, let me ask you about the festivals, though, Zoe, because you and mom do a lot of festivals together, don't you? And you've got a festival coming up. You did a festival very recently at the time of recording this. What do you have to do to plan a festival? What goes into a festival and how do people attend these festivals? How does it actually work? <laughs> Maybe it's more a question for me. I just um, tell her what to do at the festival. For example, at the Scriabin Festival, she actually came along and read, uh, was it 250? 250 haiku and including a few other short form poems um, in the three days and at lunchtime. So we recorded some, but then we didn't have time to record all of them. So the last day I had to wake her up super early in the morning because we had to go with the American time. And um, yeah, and she just read haiku after haiku <laughs> and but we really were very keen to promote haiku we think it's just such a good way of life and yeah we love the haiku community the global community is such a big family and very warm and very welcoming that's wonderful that's wonderful and uh i suppose the other thing i'd like to ask you about sherry is for people that are interested in getting involved in poetry or involved in music, because you, you, you're both involved in music, and Sherry, you started very young too. Um, have you got any advice for people? I think, well, as long as you're interested, even if you're not, if you think you're not very good, I mean, just give it a go. And for me, I'm really pushing for families to do it together. And 
no matter how good you are. And also, I want to revive the salon culture. So where like great minds, they can all, but you need to kind of develop this from young. I can, I remember hearing stories of how some uh, really successful musicians or they, they actually met other very famous musicians when they were young and at their house, maybe coming for a visit or even writers. So it's all those discussion. It's just inspiring. Yeah. And yeah, that's why I'm, I'm doing all these festivals and trying to connect different art forms and people around the world. I oh, think that's cool. the way to go. Yeah, yeah it makes a lot of sense. These days, yeah. uh, there are so many experts in different areas. <laughs> but what about putting them all together into one bigger thing? Yeah, and you really build. And not relying on AI to do all of that work. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very good. No, I was going to say that you, you're really building a global community there because you kind of mentioned that a little bit and you're reaching out and you're actually really connecting and engaging with people. Now, before before we move on, because I do want to hear maybe a little bit of music, maybe the odd haiku, um, but I wanted to ask you a last question before we get to that bit. And my question is about what's on the roadmap? What, what does the next sort of six, 12 months look like? How are you going to be... Uh, planning what comes up what's on the what's on the radar for you sherry right so for me i'll the rest of this year i'm dedicating to catherine mansfield a new zealand writer who actually died at a young age of 34 100 years ago in france that um she was a new zealander so we're very proud to have uh, such a brilliant writer and yeah i am going to go to um, go on an Asian concert tour in June. I'll be away in um, three countries, Thailand, Hong Kong and Taiwan. So one week each. And uh, when I return, I probably have one week to rest or maybe not quite one week. And then I go on to Wellington to attend the, um, yeah, the Catherine Mansfield Symposium where I'm going to be a presenter to talk about my new book. I wrote a new book in 50 days, 50 poems for um, Catherine Mansfield. It's called Being Catherine. And I translated them all into Chinese as well within that time. So I write rather fast. That's wonderful. Well, look, that brings us nicely almost to the end. But I, I can't let you go unless I offer you the opportunity to share some of your wonderful creative talents with our audience. Would you like to do that today? Sure. Zoe, would you like to read one more um, poem from your book, our book? <laughs> Which one? Okay. There are lots of funny poems in here. She's in the bees. Please give us a slice of your heavenly cheese, pleads the queen of bees. It will go awfully well with our honey in the fine breeze. We will also turn it into many pairs of stocking so that our poor knees won't freeze. If you only let us have the pantry keys and promise not to sneeze or tease, don't let the bossy, don't let the bossy boss of the old geese know they will wheeze and have a fit if he ever sees 
That's brilliant, Zoe. And it's so important not to let your knees freeze. I I completely agree. Very, very important. Thanks very much. Thank you. So now we're going to change rooms. We're going to uh, get set up because we're going to share some wonderful music with our international audience today. We're in our lounge where I have my kawaii grand piano. It's a seven foot piano. And this is where Zoe and I do our monthly concerts where we stream it online, sometimes on multicasting to different social audio and video platforms. Our YouTube channel is um, youtube.com slash Sherry Grant. So you can find some of our live streams there. And uh, Zoe and I would like to perform something for you. And we hope you enjoy. So this is from my concert series. I call it Catch 23. And that's because Catherine Mansfield died in 1923 and this year is 2023. So I'm going to be presenting 23 New Zealand composers works, piano, solo piano works and paired with a multimedia um, presentation of 23 New Zealand artists works on screen and also my published short form poetry. And this piece is by Janet Jennings across the rhododendron lawn from a walk in Hamilton Gardens. It's incredible, Sherry. Incredible. Thank you so much. I'm going to sing Tomorrow from Annie
Zoe, you're a superstar. Absolutely magical. Well done. Congratulations. Loved it. Beautiful. Thank you both so much for sharing those wonderful, wonderful tunes with us, those wonderful songs. Very, very talented, Zoe. Gotta be honest, I thought yours was a little bit better than just your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank you both so much. It's absolutely wonderful. I loved it. And I'm sure our well, worldwide audience will love it too. <laughs> and she's oh, actually going to be my assistant at um, um, the Catherine Mansfield Symposium in July. So I'm taking her to Wellington. She will be helping me a lot in my concerts. I'm playing four concerts when I'm there. And yeah, and, we, and we're probably going to do a book launch of my new book as well, being Catherine. Well, con continued success to both of you. It's a real pleasure to have you both here on the Global Discussion today. And Zoe, I think it's only a short time before you'll be deciding whether you want to take mom on tour with you or not. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. Well, listen, that brings us lovely to the end of today's discussion with both Zoe and Sherry Grant. Thank you so much to everybody who's been watching and listening to this very special episode of the Global Discussion. Make sure that you like, follow, subscribe, do everything we need you to do to help support the podcast. And I hope you'll join me back here for more interesting discussions with creatives, leaders, and thinkers, just like Zoe and Sherry. Thank you so much indeed. It's been a pleasure to talk to you both today. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Simon. Thanks for inviting us.